Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Wait, pause liver it. Queen, pause liver it, pause King. it. Imagine you're this guy's son and you're just known as the Liver Boys. The, the, this, this is crazy. You can't be... Don't you wish you could meet this guy and talk to him? I do. I would love to. I have questions for him. Emil. The first question, how do you not have scurvy, my dude? Like, <laughs> you can't eat like that. Emil, I have a special treat for you. What is it? I got Liver King. No way. He's here. There's no way. Do you way. want me to go out and get him? I, to- I, yes. I had him wait. It was going to be a surprise, but I got him. He's here. Bring okay, it. So yes. give me give me just a well, minute. I'm gonna go bad. get him. Just... I'm gonna go get Yeah, no, but it, it's cool. He'll answer your questions. He's a good sport. He's got a great sense Is of he? humor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel bad about the whole scurvy thing. I hope he's cool about this. Oh. It looks like he's walk walking into studio right now. Shares were just getting hammered this morning. Every day they're pounding it. Wait, I'm not fucking leaving. I used to prank call with my best friend when I was a kid, Sean Plummer, and I used to um, use Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboards. From the internet. Make oh, yeah, calls. those were yeah. the best. Who is Who's your daddy, daddy and what, what does he do? do? <laughs> I'm a cop, you idiot. I'm a cop, you idiot. Get to the chopper. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions are one of the few impressions where no matter who does them, no matter how bad they are, they're always good. Because it's always get down, get to the chopper, etc. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Give the people the air. Doesn't he do one with the pizza? It's a sausage pizza. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I made that one up. It's a sausage pizza? If you haven't... I thought it was on a, on a soundboard. If you haven't watched Last Action Hero in a while, you should rewatch it. It's worth a rewatch. Or any of them. It's very good. Jingle any, All the Way? Any Arnold. Phil Hartman? Arnie movie, yeah. R.I.P.? He's great. Nestled safely under our tree. You remember that line? Yeah. He yeah. died like I want to die. I want my wife to kill me. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Just seems well, like a nice way to go. Yeah. On that note, check the disclaimer in the uh, description there, folks. Welcome to Trillionaire Mindset, episode 11. Look, everybody can shut up now because I got my Yeti. Shout out to Nate, my little brother. Um, the and most. I don't have mine today. I'm going, for the people don't know, who don't know, it's, it's a cold, Rainy day in Los Angeles, and we get to be cozy. So you don't drink water when it's rainy and cozy? Oh, I'm taking full advantage. Look at this. I got this steamy tea. It feels so good. My handsome brother has like 10 of these Yeti cups. I don't know why. I can't remember why he has them. I think his his girlfriend's dad or something. Works for Yeti. Worked for someone somewhere. But thank you, Nate. Nate But yeah, it's a nice cozy day. Oh, I can hear the rain. Oh, the rain's pitter-pattering. Yeah. I love that. Oh, it's so nice. That's the thing. The heat drives us nuts. We're going to be good today because it's a nice cozy day. It's cold and rainy. We're not going to do anything. We're not going to do anything. (laughs) We're snuggly. We're not going to do anything psycho. People people have also asked, what's the deal with your koala? 
stuffed animal. Mind your business. That's the deal with yeah, the koala. Yeah, okay. Good enough. Good answer. Good enough answer for me, pal. We should get one thing out of the way, though, because I think we should talk about Liver King for just a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's we got to... Well, wait. Crazy. Before that, we do want to touch on on the our viral TikTok that people didn't understand. We put a clip from... I jumped the gun. Two, it's okay. Two episodes ago, I talked about my exploits with Target and... and gaming their system to get a bunch of credit card points and a shocking amount of people seem to lack basic comprehension skills because I explain from start to finish don't, top to you bottom. You don't have to rag on these people. Yeah, these people are stupid idiots. <laughs> Not in any of you fine folks. The people on TikTok because this TikTok went, I'm going to use the word viral. It went viral and people in the comments were like, I don't understand. What? What is this? How did this work? What? What? So you got target points, and it's like, did you watch the whole fucking clip? Dingus, dipshit. What are you doing? <laughs> it Log was a off. little confusing at first. Yeah, so, mm, mm, huh? No, you know what I think the confusing thing is? I think people think that you're getting money from it, and not right. that you're getting yeah. that it's not manufactured it's spending points. to get points. But then so, people were like, "So how many points did you get?" I asked the question, question on the podcast. Yeah. When you explained it to me, I went, wait, but what are you getting out of this? And then it connected for me. Right. Not so, to, you know. Yeah. I won't explain it again. Here. These people are bad. These people are bad. But they're good because everybody is bad before they're good. This is America, after all. You are innocent until proven guilty. You went viral, baby. Yeah. So please follow us on TikTok, by the way. Leave a comment or under don't. this video. We've already went viral. Like it. Subscribe to we're, it. Smash the like button. Yeah, it got 2.6 million likes. The algorithm more, uh, really picked it up. More contagious than Omicron. Omicron. Our TikTok. Homicron. Homicron. It's not our Homicron, I'll tell you that much. No way. This, this virus. Fuck Omicron. All my homies hate Omicron. <laughs> all my homies hate Omicron. <laughs> okay, so uh, now we got all that, the, the work out of the way. We, we alluded to our very favorite guy on the internet who is known as liver yeah King. we didn't want to derail the episode last week we had too much stuff to talk about But we have to talk about him this and time. now he's just driving us insane so you want to explain to the fine folks who liver from King what is? i can understand he's a psychopathic man living in <laughs> texas. texas on a huge piece of land yeah and he's obsessed with what he calls ancestral living yeah he lives like a caveman. That's what he in says. In his giant modern house right. with electricity. And he likes, he's very into tribes. And I mean, you got to see this guy's, but he's gigantic. Yeah. They, I've seen comments where they ask if he's natural and he says yes, but I, I can't In In that world, imagine. it's called claiming natty. He claims natty. I mean, look you at this look fucking at him, guy. He, he looks like Tim Allen. I don't Allen. even know how you could do that. Yeah, he looks like a very. Uh, he looks like Tim Allen has an, is having an allergic, a severe allergic <laughs> reaction to some shellfish or something. He's uh, he's yoked to the gills. He's got he's got the um, bodybuilder guts. But where, so all of his videos are him either working out, eating an insane meal. It's it's all meat. We'll try to find one. It's like all meat. Uh, he loves eating liver. That's why he calls himself the Liver King because it's. Uh, it's, he says it's the most nutrient-packed part of the meat. Mm -hmm. um, so he's either doing a workout, eating a psychotic meal, or like fucking jumping in his like cold hot tub or something. And we're we're obsessed with this guy because he always looks the same. He's never with a shirt. He's always without shirt. Sans shirt. He's red and swollen looking. Wait, so play this one. This one pisses me <laughs> off because here he is doing his fucking. Nutrient dense raw beef liver. 
best thing to eat after you work out. Look at this gigantic unnecessary. Just get scissors. He's cutting it open with a knife. This package of and raw he's beef. Pulling liver. out a bloody, I imagine yeah. cow liver. Takes cool, a bite dude. out of the raw liver. And his disgusting but beard. Look. It cuts away. All he does is take one bite. I don't buy that he eats all this fucking yeah. liver. Well, so his whole thing is, his it's it's all. Um, Kind of like the paleo diet people. It's whatever our cavemen ancestors did is the way to go because they weren't encumbered by the modern, the spoils of the modern world. And they weren't, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Corrupted. Pussies. Yeah, that one. <laughs> they weren't pussies. They, did, they didn't wear shoes or use underwear. Right. But <laughs> they had tribes. Yeah, they had tribes. So his whole, th his whole game, his whole bit, it's not a bit, but his whole thing is just doing what our ancestors did. He's but got there's on, no way our ancestors did this. No, I know, he, but he's got on TikTok his like ancestral tenets, which is there's like nine of them, which is like grounding yourself to the earth, getting plenty of sunshine, which is great. Yeah, true. But the other stuff is just so here. This is my favorite clip of him on on Saturdays. He does trains barbarian, and let's play the clip. You know what day it is. It's the day we train barbarian. It's the day that we train ourselves and we test ourselves and we remind ourselves how does he have that we are capable like of so much more. I don't life. understand how you so can do that. Action and dominate. It's the day that we honor our early ancestors, our recent <laughs> ancestors, and all of that ancestral heritage in between so that we can be here today and we can enjoy the spoils of the modern world like a roof overhead. And a time of peace. And a time of peace. It's the day that <laughs> I we can renew. enjoy the spoils. Passage, our direct connection to our ancestral past, so that we can have origin stories scattered throughout the globe. What? what? And it's the day that we're gonna do the hardest thing we do all week, so that we can perform the rest of the week with relative ease, because hard times make strong men, and strong men make good times. Oh, dude, he's like one of those freaks. Oh man. Oh man. I love. I love how he get. He tried to get all like. You know, has this guy been on the Joe Rogan experience yet? Uh, not yet, but I He's, assume that he will be. Let's right. play. There's one more clip that I put on there from TikTok. Oh yeah, this, so this is one of his classic things. He he lays out his like meals. So this is his. This is. Let's just play it. It's unreal. Liver King here. Welcome back to a Friday evening dinner. In fact, it's nighttime. We're having a late dinner, but here's what we're having. Okay. We got liver, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Always. We got the bone And it's like covered in maple syrup Again, and shit. Yeah. Huge femur bone with a huge chunk of bone marrow here in the middle. We're going to scoop that out. We got some patties for liver king, liver queen, and liver boys. Wait, pause liver it. Queen, pause liver it. Pause king. it. Pause it. Imagine you're this guy's son, and you're just known as the liver boys. The, the, yeah, my dad's whole thing is he just fucking loves liver. There's one where he takes, he does these fucking like weighted walks. He puts on weighted vests. He carries uh, kettlebells, and he... He puts on weights around his ankles and then he he pulls a sled. Yeah. He's got a video of his whole family doing it. He's like, today we're doing a tribal walk. Are they all? Dude, he's got all... young kids. And I'm like, they got to call fucking. Child protective services. Yeah, this is crazy. You can't be. Don't you wish you could meet this guy and talk to him? I do. I would love to. I have questions for him. Emil. The first question, how do you not have scurvy, my dude? Like, <laughs> you can't eat like that. Emil, I have a special treat for you. What is it? I got Liver King. No way. He's here. There's no Do you way. want me to go out and get him? I told I, yes. I had him wait. It was gonna be a surprise, but I got him. He's here. Bring okay, it. So yes. give me give me just a well, minute. I'm gonna go bad. get him. We just I'm gonna go get him. Yeah, no, but it, it's cool. He'll answer your questions. He's a good sport. He's got a great sense Is of humor. He? Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel bad about the whole scurvy thing. I hope he's cool about this. 
Ben is just going to grab the uh, <clears throat> the Liver King, and we've got some we've got some questions for him. And uh, oh, it looks like he's walk, walking into studio right now. Liver King here. Brian, Brian, should I call you Brian or no? Li- please call me call me Liver King. Liver King. Yes. I see you left the uh, tribe at home. The tribe is at home. Liver Queen and Liver Liver Queen. Liver Liver Boys are at home eating their breakfast burgers and having their breakfast liver. I've concocted some. <laughs> bit g- <laughs> bit giggly today, Liver King. The hair of my beard, of no, my ancestors, is coming. <laughs> I haven't gotten as much sun recently <laughs> sure, because it of is the weather. Cloudy. <laughs> and <laughs> Liver King, I, I did have some questions for you. There's so, there's so I need to like. Spit. Yeah, so it looks like you also wear glasses in person. Is that? Well, as you know, our ancestors didn't wear glasses. They didn't brush their teeth. They didn't use toilets. Right. They didn't wipe their butts. Ah, oh, Christ. Ah. <laughs> ah. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> You have some questions for me. Yeah. I understand that you wanted to watch some clips. Number one. To understand more about our ancestral heritage. I've se- I just want to clarify. I've seen you say it on, on some comments. People have been asking you if you're natty. Are you natty? Very. Yeah. Now I can kind this of see all the natural. natty. Yeah. So I had one question about, there was, there's one of you on an airplane. Go ahead. I'd love to see if we could play that one. Sure. Uh, play the it's clip. It's just a quick clip of you on an airplane. Uh, well, you're actually going. Here we go. Look at this. You're working out wherever you go, huh? Well, yeah. He's You've got to be ready. You've got to be primal. Suitcase carries overhead presses with his suitcase. Right. He's. You've got liver boy. I've got on liver. One of, I've got liver thumb number one carrying him around. And now you're doing airplane seat dips. Yes. I did want to say no mask in sight. I'd hate to. I'd hate to sit next to you and have to ask you to put your mask. Well, because on. I'm not a pussy, and <laughs> our ancestors didn't use vaccines. They didn't use medicine. Right. They right. lived to be 120 years old. That makes before sense. Before there was processed things like sugar, vegetables. Okay, can I just play my absolute favorite? There's a there's one where you do uh, an ancestral. You're like a bear. You've got this fish. Well, bears famously eat the eggs straight from the anus of the fish, and so I wanted to capture what our ancestral heritage barbarians used to do when <gasps> they would train barbarian style because they didn't wear shoes. They didn't have. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to spout off all the shit, all these dumb talking points. Can all we right. end this bit? Can yeah. I? Can I put my clothes back on? I can't on? breathe. Yeah, this was this was a very ill-advised. This beard cost three whole dollars, and it came out in my mouth. Oh boy, I can't believe we got him in studio. That's the kind of pull the trillionaire mindset has. Let us know if you guys want us to get any of your favorite TikTokers. We'll get him in here. Yeah, yeah, please. Ask him some questions. For the listener, it's he's holding up a giant fish, like a salmon or something, and his wife is squeezing the eggs out of the fish's ass. And he's like pissed. And into that his mouth. Eggs are not going out. Oh, my God. Well, we love Liver King. Liver King, if you're out there, buddy, come on the show come on because the show. we have questions. Actually, don't. I'm very scared. No, of I him. would want him. Can you imagine how bad He'll he smells? Kick our ass. Can you imagine how high his cholesterol is? He's got fucking scurvy. You can't just eat meat. He's going to die. Like yeah. he, He's probably got so many polyps in his colon from oh, yeah. all the meat that he Anal eats. Anal fissures. Holy God. Oh. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? 
Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, now that I've humiliated myself for the internet for the umpteenth time, I'm ready to move forward here. It's time for Crypto Corner. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? Oh, yeah, who's on the we, phone? Can we do the um, animation for Crypto Corner? Yep, just put it up. Thank you. Woo, Woo! Wow, that's a new animation that we've got here. Yeah, but you have to call the guy upstairs to do it. Oh yeah, you got to call him. Got to make sure. So there's all kinds of crypto stuff happening. It's crazy. I took a big swig of water. I'm you sorry did. about that. Yeah, Congress. There's been a bunch of all the all the crypto they? CEOs had a hearing at Congress. Yeah, I think it was C- yesterday. When C- you guys listen to it, it won't be yesterday. Get over it. Yeah, it was. Coinbase. Coinbase is like the the big ones yeah. that are trying to really <clears throat> make things happen because they've been pushing for a while. The SEC, I think his name is what's the head of the SEC's name? Gary Gensler. Gensler. Gary yeah. Gensler. He's the new head of the SEC. Yeah, he's and been he's a, very anti crypto. He's been a thorn in crypto's side for mm-hmm. a while because he wants to treat it like securities. He wants yes. to treat crypto like securities, and when you do that, you treat it like like a security where you've got to have balance sheets and you've got to have prospectuses and you've got Tons to have of regulation yeah i think a big part of it was these DAOs because now people are like buying a little piece of these organizations mm-hmm. and the sec doesn't know quite what to make of it but coinbase has been pushing for i also think the writing is on the wall right so i think crypto people know that regulation is coming down the pike anyway so now they're Clearly. trying to get a part of they're trying to be a part of the conversation um, and we've mentioned so, before that, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, but Coinbase has been pushing for a while. They want their own regulator. They don't want to be subject to the same regulations as traditional securities. Right. The head of policy at Coinbase, I believe, said, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the rainy weather that really puts a little frog in my throat. It is the drop in bare metric Holy pressure God. that's getting you. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the head of policy at Coinbase was saying that the rules for securities are outdated because they were originated in like the 1930s. Oh yeah, which is sure that's valid, but I mean they're still. I I'm kind of talking out out of my ass here, but you no, know they people... they obviously still apply today and they still have a purpose and they can be updated. And but but it's true that the technology that exists and that crypto is based on just doesn't fit the mold of the law. So what they want is to work with the government to create an entirely new governing body to help them regulate this brand new well, I think thing. Because wanna... the market, it's, it's a, sorry, real fast, it's approaching three, being worth $3 trillion cumulatively, cumulatively between Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all the others. Right. Which is massive. And like you need the government to do something. I think they want to write their own regulations a little yes. bit. Which Absolutely. It, yeah. They, I, think, I think it was Coinbase. I forget her name. It's like Haas or something. But she was... Uh... I think her was, first name is Haas? No, I think her last name. Oh. Starts with an H. That'd be a wild first Maybe name. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe that's the CTO. My name's Haas. I'm the CEO Corn Coinbase. She I think a couple months ago she submitted some outlines for regulation and it's just it's a bit weird. It's uh, you know, a bit like letting your toddler set their own bedtime. Um 
Yeah. And you're talking about these regulations from the 1930s. I think the test they currently use is this thing called the Howey test. It's a it's like an old case from, I think, 1934. And this is basically how they figure out whether or not something is a security. It's how we test for it. Nice. It, no, does, really does good. Does Howey stand for something? H-O-W? No, it's the, na- it's the name of the case. Oh, H-A-W-E-Y. Oh, oh, oh. Howey. H-A-W-E-Y? Yeah, Howey. Damn, that is not how Howey is spelled. H-O-U-W. I think it's a last name. It's like... Oh, oh. Some idiot from some farmer, probably. Whoa, we are pro-farmer on this podcast. Are we? Enough with the corn subsidies. God dang. You know, but you know, there's a whole thing with the the farmers and the subsidies. No, I I, I love farmers. But, so there was some entertainment. As of the recording of this episode, it was yesterday, so... um, they they had some pretty entertaining bits in Congress. There's this Congressman Brad Sherman from uh, here He's in from the California, San Fernando Valley. Yeah, he I I looked him up. He's apparently voted like the number two meanest congressman. I kind of like it though. And there's a video of him getting aggro. There's like it was a debate between him and the his opponent at the time, and he like wraps his arm around him and he says like you want to go outside in front of like a bunch of college kids he doesn't take any shit he doesn't take any shit but there's this great clip of him let's play the clip taking the piss out of crypto yeah taking the piss out of it now the number one threat to crypto currency is crypto bitcoin could be displaced by ether which could be displaced by dodge which could be displaced by hamster coin and then there's cobra coin and what could mongoose coin do to crypto coin <laughs> I think, I he, meant, he, I think he meant to say what could mongoose do to cobra, cobra coin. coin. Yeah, right. he screwed up. I wish he stuck the landing. He also spelled Dogecoin. He pronounced Dogecoin Doge, wrong. Yeah, Dodge. That's a problem. You have. Uh, oh man, these boomers—they don't even know right. how to pronounce their memes. But the United States Congress is uh, sclerotic. Yeah, sclerotic. Very good word. Wow, did you recently pass the bar exam? Come on, get the fuck out is of here. Is that a? Uh, is that a uh, legal sclerotic? term? Sclerotic? No, no, that means you're back, right? It just. Sickly, sickly, like multiple sclerosis. I know it from arteriosclerosis, which is when your veins start to, uh, you know, when old people get those veins. Yeah, those disgusting veins. Those are veins kind of like dying. That's when you got to push them off the cliff. Yeah, um, um, I actually know it from an old Midsummer style Tom Wolf book. He would not stop saying arteriosclerotic. Damn, you know what word really grosses me out? Thrombosis. <laughs> Deep vein thrombosis. Deep vein thrombosis. That just makes my legs thrombos when I hear about it. So I was calling Congress old. Yeah, this guy. There should be limits on the age limits on these guys cause, and, and gals because they're, I don't say gals ever. What the hell's wrong with me? This guy, you know, they're ancient, except for Mr. Brad Sherman. He seems to know what he's talking about. Like, he's not, he actually understands this stuff. That's why he was alluding to how much of a joke it is. Like, oh, so how serious can we be if Bitcoin can be replaced by Ethereum, can right. be replaced by Dogecoin? And then, Crypto Bros kind of proved his point after yeah, because, this, which is pretty great. <laughs> yeah, here's this tweet. Um, yesterday when testifying during Congress, Representative Brad Sherman said that Doge could re- potentially replace Ether. Hamster Coin could replace Doge. And asked, what about Mongoose Coin? And <laughs> lo and behold, Hamster Coin, which is a real token, is up 66%. And then Mongoose Coin token was created, which like drives the point home that there needs to be some kind of regulation because this kind of thing... People are too stupid to, I don't know. I mean, casinos exist. You can yeah, go do and a they kind of ruin people's so lives. Why can't you? Yeah, they kind of do ruin people's lives. <laughs> Man, one time, okay, I was in Atlantic City. Uh-huh. I, like, can't go to 
which um, is the Vegas of the East, Vegas of the East Coast, right? I guess, but it's like it's maybe the most depressing place I've ever been to. Wow, because it's just like a failing dead city, and you can still go gamble. But and I I don't like gambling. I don't like Las Vegas. I've been to one. I've been to Vegas one time, and it was with a political campaign. It was not for fun. Uh, and was that with Bernie Sanders? It was. Nice. Cats out of the bag. I like the guy. Yeah. So, but I'm sitting there and I was a little high. And so it was already like, I was already freaking out. Like, I don't like this place. It's weirding me out. There's just like old, sad people here losing all their money. And we were sitting at this craps table or no roulette. Cause you could just put all the money down. And this guy came in. It looked like he just cashed his check, takes out a big wad of cash, <clears throat> throws a big stack on some, on some money. Uh, I mean, on some, on a number loses. Throws a big stack on a number, loses. Throws a big stack on a number. The entire stack disappears within like 10 minutes, and he just goes, fuck, walks out of the casino. And I was like, holy shit. Ugh, sounds like a construction worker. He looked kind of like a construction worker. Yeah. He had kind of like dirty jeans on and some boots. Oh, Babu. Yeah. Ah, goddamn. Don't do that, folks. You know, it's the gambler's fallacy. He probably kept thinking, this time, I'm due, I'm due, I'm due. Oh, yeah. And that gambler's fallacy does apply... Plenty of times with trading. Wait, can I tell one more funny gambling yeah, story? Yeah, tell another this, funny gambling just, story. This is why I don't fucking touch the stuff. So it is just because you're talking about that mindset. I was at a bachelor party and there was a casino nearby our Airbnb. And dude, some of these guys would go. I was just drinking with my friends, having fun. Guys would disappear at like 10 p.m. and they wouldn't come back till like 8 a.m. And they would be in there all night gambling. I remember one of these guys, he was, I didn't really know him. He was a friend of a friend. He came back and he was like, shit, I lost fucking $1,900 last night. And I was like, damn, that fucking sucks. And then the next day he comes back in the morning and he's all pumped. He's like, let's go boys. Like we're going out, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, you won big. And he was like, yep, I'm up, I'm up 800 bucks. And I was like, yeah, but. Yesterday you were down 1900 bucks. And he was like, don't be a fucking downer, dude. And I was like, <laughs> all right, man. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't touch gambling at all. I played poker in a casino a single time, and it wasn't for me. Because all the other guys were super aggro. Oh, like, yeah. Like, you know, I was, because I was just there. I was, it was actually my 21st birthday. I was there to gamble at Hawaiian Gardens Casino. And... Yeah, it was funny because my birthdays were on Halloween and everybody there was dressed in costume except for me. And I just was talking and hamming it up and people did not like me talking. No, it's very they were very rude to me. I've sat and played blackjack just to, you know, at like low stakes blackjack just to get the free drinks while everyone's getting their fix. Yeah. People get so pissed. They're like, why would you do that? Like when you hit or whatever and you're not supposed to it's like because i'm fucking took a little risk what's the big deal yeah there's a little bit of toxic masculinity goes hand in hand with gambling addictions uh we got a a, this just speaking of brad sherman there's this guy i I don't know where i know matt stoller from he's a big he's a big economics reporter he uh uh, he wrote a book called goliath about monopoly and stuff and he works at um right there american economic liberties project gotcha well he had a great little just a couple tweets about Brad Sherman in regards to this this fiasco yesterday. Uh, he said, Brad Sherman is exactly the kind of congressman who cuts through the bullshit on crypto. He's pointing out that crypto is just repackaged Wall Street bullshit pretending to be opposed to the man. Yeah. And he goes on to say, Sherman is pointing out that Tether didn't even bother showing up. He's making fun of the whole space and noting that it's useless for payments or anything meaningful that normal people have to do in the economy. He's an accountant who knows his stuff, and he was probably the most aggressively anti-bailout member in 2009 to 2010. 
Uh, he watched him confront Rahm Emanuel and Tim Geithner in a. You know, this meeting. guy's being—he's uh, being primaried by a pro crypto candidate. Who's being primaried? Uh, Brad Sherman. Brad Sherman. Yeah. And that's the thing, and and this is this is coming from someone who like I I keep regularly dipping in back and forth between crypto is bullshit and crypto is actually totally useful. Like, oh yeah. I understand the merits, and crypto bros, just calm down. You're part of the problem, okay? Because my concerns are valid. You understand? You need people like me to get on board. Have fun being poor, that kind of shit. No, 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 no. Haven't you ever heard the phrase, you lure more flies with honey than with uh, with shit? Well, guess what I hear coming out no, of your no. dumb mouth? Shit. And you, I'm, wait, flies are attracted to you shit. You get more flies with honey, not vinegar. Honey, not vinegar? <laughs> no, no, you get more flies with honey. Yeah, not, not vinegar. vinegar. Okay, well, and you then still I, get a lot of flies with shit. Yeah, you still get plenty so of flies. You kind with of shit. just fucked up that whole. Yeah, well. Anyway, gonna, you sound like a no coin bitch right now. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna use the very. I'm gonna use the sound. The soundboard for the very first time and say. <laughs> That's what I have to say to you, crypto bros. And there, there's even. I'm not the only one who thinks this. There's this guy on Reddit on the on the Bitcoin on the cryptocurrency subreddit who says. Yeah, we both sent this to each other. Yeah. We thought this was a. Uh, it's interesting because it's interesting you don't see this from crypto bros a lot. Yeah. This guy says, we need to listen to people who do not like crypto. All of us want mainstream use in the future. For this reason, we need to listen to those who aren't on board yet because to achieve mainstream use, mainstream use, we are going to need to convert people who aren't on board yet. They have legitimate concerns, but they are far too often ridiculed, called dinosaurs, etc. Yeah, no kidding. Everybody yeah, has he, valid concerns. He talks about how no one, no one wants to get into these assets when they have to deal with rug pulls, scams, 20% dips on a given day, like... Crypto bros making fun of you, calling you, you know, names. Right, calling you a that's, dinosaur. You know, that's 5% of it. Calling but. you a no-coin bitch. But that, and it is a weird thing, because... Having sex with your girlfriend. Right. And crypto bros have slept with both of our girlfriends, which sucks. That's true. And that might be why we're such no-coin bitches, but... <laughs> uh... Go on. I find that. And his name, Elon Musk. Elon Musk did sleep with both of our girlfriends. Yeah. Oh. oh. And we'll get to him. Yeah, Don't we'll you get worry. to him we'll with his new Elon pile of dog shit haircut. But most of them have become so accustomed to this, and they just kind of go, "Yeah, that's that's crypto." Like when people complain about rug pulls and stuff, they're like, "Yeah, you got to be careful." It's like no great, one, yeah. great, great. That sounds like such a store of value and such a. Um, revolutionary concept i my favorite was always this one bitcoin guy that i'm friends with would always say oh bitcoin's ready to handle like a thousand transactions per second and i'm like yeah you know how many transactions visa handles per minute how many like i don't know fucking millions think about how often people are swiping their visa card it would have been cool if you knew yeah it would have been way cooler if i knew he also talks about the uh you know how much electricity and and uh stuff it uses. he also talks about the gas fees on Ethereum, and it's funny. There was a guy just talking Thanks about a lot, Joe Biden. How it's it's hard to get in on this stuff when you don't know. And he was talking about how he was like, "Oh, it seemed like Ethereum was the next thing, so I dropped twenty bucks in just to like dip my toes." And he's like, "Now I can't do anything with it because the gas fees are thirty dollars to move it anywhere." <laughs> also, if you're putting twenty bucks into Ethereum when it's like forty four hundred dollars per y unit. What are you doing? It's not really, Can I tell you? My friend has a. Uh, I love his investing model in crypto. Which he, is? Uh, Buy when it's red. 
No, because of the volatility, he basically just has it set up. So I think it's like a hundred dollars a month or whatever he, whatever he's comfortable losing. It's set up so it'll make a hundred dollars a month buy into say Bitcoin, right? Okay. And he just doesn't pay attention to the dips and stuff. He doesn't look at the price. He just keeps putting in a little in, putting a little in, and over time, it's grown to like you know, tens of dollars. No, if if he's been putting a hundred dollars in for years, yeah, he's got a probably tens right. of thousands, of and he's dollars. not sitting on Reddit doing these weird posts about yeah. like, is this a bear market that's lasted seventy two yeah. hours? Well, the Bitcoin did have a bear market that lasted yeah. about seventy two hours. What's next on the thing here? Uh, well, wait, I do want to. So we talked about that guy Brad Sherman, and it's like it is nice that that guy seems to know what he's talking about, but right. <clears throat> I am a bit worried about. I do think that. Coinbase will end up writing their own regulations. I mean, it's I don't th- I don't think most regulators are like Brad Sherman. I think most of them don't know what they're talking about. I always come back to that that clip of the when they were having the the meetings with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the guy's going, "What is Finsta? Will you commit to ending Finsta?" And she had to go, <laughs> "Uh, okay, so." <laughs> We don't run Finsta, you fucking moron. And so... <laughs> Will you commit to ending Finsta? <laughs> I think that if regulations do come down the pike, it's going to be crypto regulating themselves. Like, you know, we've I just, don't think it's going to be entirely them running it themselves. The SEC does not have the capacity to handle them. We've, you know, defunded... I think I've told you about this before. The, remember we were talking about the OTA? It's the OTA. Of, it's the Office of Technology Assessment. Oh, yeah. Which used to be... It used to be a, like office within Congress. It was unfortunately defunded by Newt Gingrich. Right. And it was basically this group of people who could advise Congress members. On new technologies. Not only new technology, I mean, all kinds of things, right? So they could, uh, you know, it would be helpful to have them during the pandemic. It would be easier to put together any kind of thing to deal with the global pandemic. Newt Gingrich, Um, fish-named ass motherfucker. But so what happens is Congress members often end up relying on lobbyists or the companies themselves to develop their own regulations and stuff. It's a fucking mess. So cool. So What a time to be alive, huh? Oh, yeah. It's great. I can't wait until the Bored Ape Yacht Club is lobbying Congress to... <laughs> yeah. Whatever the hell Make their, their parties thing is. fucking cooler. That leads us into our next thing, which is NFTs. Reese Witherspoon, ladies and gentlemen. Reese Witherspoon, you know, like the actress. She who is, who's, you know, she's a great, I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I, I feel bad now that I, <laughs> I've condensed her. It's, or I think, put I think her we in a corner. can punch up at, at Yeah, at yeah, Reese but I don't know Reese Withers. She's, she's done nothing wrong, but she tweeted. She's, can I read the tweet? Yeah, read the it tweet. Says, it says, listen up, ladies. James Brown is dead. It's no lo- NFTs are no longer a man's huh? world. Beep, beep, get in, losers. We're going minting NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> that is not. Is that, that not is not what, what said? the tweet says. No, she oh. says crypto is here to stay. I'm committed to supporting creators who have pioneered the NFT space and encouraging more women to be a part of the conversation, which is great. Oh, whoops! I was reading. I was reading a text I had received um, <laughs> from her. Beep, yeah, beep, that's get my in fault. Losers, NFTs. We're going minting NFTs. That's what she texted me. Me and Reese are friends. But so she was quote tweeting uh, someone else who said, "Reminder that Bobby twice hundred. Reminder that twice as many men invest in crypto than women, and men only make up and women only make up sixteen percent of the NFT market. So she's trying to get more women into NFTs and crypto. Yeah, sounds great, right? But here's my thing. What, I think she thing? doesn't understand that crypto. You know, you know all about the gender gap, right? The the gender wage gap. 
Yes, women you know, do be making less. Women money. are making less, and do what she doesn't way. understand uh-huh. is crypto was all an op to close the gender wage gap. We when when this bubble bursts, what? we were gonna get men were gonna men were losing seven men were losing a dollar to every seventy cents that women were losing on crypto. <laughs> <laughs> Men were losing more, <laughs> and now she's getting more women. All she she's inflating oh, the price yeah. of these men's assets, uh-huh. and she she completely fucked it up. We had this plan. We were going to get men to lose all their money and close the wage gap. Thanks a lot, Reese Witherspoon. These NFTs, they they I I I fully understand them now, especially not so much their utility. I mean, I get the utility, but they are now. You really have to be like a Jordan Belfort type and you have to have no shame and you have to be really good at selling yourself and selling just a thing. I even saw a TikTok. This guy, he's probably in his early 20s, talks about you can go on Fiverr and buy services from a graphic designer who will make you NFTs. You can pay like $70 to have this guy build you a website and then you can spend $100 creating a marketing campaign for yourself, basically saying that all you have to do is put out 550 bucks and then you can start, be on your way to shilling NFTs. Like that's not, I feel like all these crypto bros, they're they're like shooting themselves in the foot because out of one side of their mouth, they're talking about this utilitarian approach to it and how it's going to like, it solves every problem and, and everything. And it's so good for so many people. But then out of the other side of their mouth, they're just pumping this crap with little to no shame. And it's, it's just annoying as all hell. Yeah. Like, I'm getting very tired of, you know, it's this debate where, you know, you kind of saw it play out in these con- congressional hearings where yeah. on one side you have people going, there's, it's rife with corruption, there's yes. scams, there's rug pulls, it's, you know, it's confusing for people. And then they're going, no, it's this new technology. It's going to set everyone free. Decentralization. It's good for everyone. Democratizing finance. Yeah. And I'm so tired of it. It's like, all right, then do it already. Show us. Yeah. That That's, I mean, and that's what's funny about the crypto world is it's, it lends, it's, it's just adjacent to libertarianism and libertarians are wacky they're just a wacky bunch they like don't believe in government regulating anything you don't need a license to drive you are don't they need... wacky yes they're very wacky can no. we pull up the clip Look, of the free the... market will fix the roads and bridges you communist wait pig. there's a clip of the from the libertarian convention where a guy says what's next do i need a license to operate my toaster at home yeah, and the crowd goes it. wild it's so good but um, I, i'm pissed off about nfts because i'm not cool or shameless enough to make money on these things. I'd say you're not cool enough, but you are shameless. Thank you very much. I take that as a compliment. I am definitely not cool enough, but they're just, I, I just, I get, okay, there's a clip. We got a link here. The problem with NFTs. What is this? Um, oh, is this the uh, the libertarian? Let's play the libertarian clip. It's too good. That's There's John, John McAfee. McAfee. That's the guy where he's always requires there. Requires licenses for to- for far too many things. The government requires licenses Man, for this guy's, to broadcast. This guy radio. needs a license for those the ears. Government requires licenses to get married. They require a license to drive. What's next? Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster. Big cheers. Absolutely not. 
Okay, this guy's greasy as hell. He's got big old ears. The biggest his, ears I've ever seen on a man. Yeah, he's... It's just... It's such a... Tra- God bless libertarians. I mean, their heart is in the right place, but we, unfortunately, we live, in, we live in the real world where... Not me, We baby. have to share, you know, common space. I and live in the we metaverse. Have some, I think we ought to have some rules. You, you know? know where you don't need a marriage license? The where? metaverse. You see that thing about the guy... They just had their first marriage in the metaverse <sighs> or something? Holy crap. Okay. okay, so this guy has a great TikTok outlining the problem. And this is a major problem. This isn't just like him being conspiratorial here. This is just a quick little touch on the problem with NFTs. Look, you're not proving anyone's point that you're not a no-coin bitch, but go ahead and play it. (laughs) I have $2 million in Ethereum. I create an NFT piece. I use my $2 million to buy my own NFT. I still have $2 million in ETH, and I also have an NFT piece that is worth $2 million according to the price history. I then sell my NFT to someone for only $200,000 or at a 90% discount. Now I have $2.2 million in Ethereum. This is a bad problem with NFTs for sure. By the way, do not do this. This is for educational purposes only. By the way, do not do this very easy scam that you're all literally probably doing all the damn time. Don't regulate this. This is a good thing. we deserve this. Like, we as a society, we're getting exactly what we deserve. It's at this point where, yeah, we got all these scam shit coins and NFT things, and it's exactly what... This is the inevitable outcome of just a greedy capitalist kind of just winner-take-all, fuck-everybody-else society where there's people like... The, the guy who bought the Beeple thing for $69 million is a bit... I mean, good for him, honestly, seriously. Guy from India from nothing, just invested in Bitcoin every single dollar he could, and he has a billion dollars now, like more than a billion dollars. He's the guy who bought the Beeple thing. Right. But it's, So maybe don't listen to Ben. Hustle well, more. The, cry less. Hustle more, cry less, sleep two hours a day, hustle for 30 hours a day, Gary V mindset. Always. Always. But like this whole, what pisses me off about it is this whole world is fueled and pumped by these very, I would say, out-of-touch crypto people who are shameless and who probably already have a ton of money, and they're, like, creating this FOMO. They're always tweeting shit like, probably nothing. Oh, yeah, look at this. Another NFT sold for $400,000. Probably nothing. And, like... Wait, can we play the one... I know we've been playing a lot of clips, but this honestly... clips, baby. This honestly made me kind of understand the mindset. There's this guy, he's explaining... Uh, Dogecoin. I think we have a link here. Crypto bro explaining a Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And so this, I don't know why it took me this long to get it, but so this guy is basically, he's basically talking about crypto and he's trying to get everyone excited about buying into Doge. And if you listen closely, he inadvertently describes a Ponzi scheme. scheme. Yeah. If we piggyback off of my first reason of community and now we have a goal, right? So the goal to get to a dollar we Getting have Dogecoin everybody kind of encouraging everyone else to buy more Dogecoin because now it's like, all right, if I get it, then I have it at a certain price. If you get it, you have it at a certain price. And if we get more people to buy it, the value goes up, right? As soon as the value goes up, I make more money. You make more money. They make more money. Oh, wow. So let's get more people to buy it. And then the valuation goes up and we all make more money. So it's one of those things where it's like, if we do that enough times, we can get to a dollar, which is the goal. 
So now we have a goal. Doge to a dollar. All right, well, that's probably enough, right? right? Who but, are you going to sell it to, dipshit? I know, what happens What happens when you end? run out of people? Who's going to buy it at a dollar from you? Numb nuts? But now I get the kind of insane defensiveness... I get why people light us up in the comments and they're like, you guys suck. Like, fuck you. Crypto is the future. Because if... Because it's now actually... If people don't keep getting in, their little scheme investment ends. is done. Yeah. Everything relies on more people getting in. Well, and I think what's wild about it is that we've reached critical mass. And what I mean by that is there now are enough people involved in getting pulled in all the time to keep this thing going, to keep the music going. And who knows when it'll stop, if ever. Because, I mean, think of all the young people out there who are just starting to enter the workforce and are, like, online perpetually, and they see this stuff, and they their little greedy brains go, ooh, I want to get rich quick, too. I want to buy Shiba, and I want to buy Doge, because I've seen, you know, just... Shut up, Shut up, I just... I mean, gotta... we, were talking, we were talking about those... Um, there was the articles about the... There was younger... Younger, wealthy people mm -hmm. who normally would, when they start making a little money, would go to financial advisors and talking about where they can put their money to make sure their money keeps growing mm. are now foregoing financial, financial advisors because when they talk to financial advisors, they don't have any plan to invest in crypto at all. And they're like, that's stupid. Everyone around me is seeing these insane returns on crypto oh, and you're going to just put my money in these like safe stocks. Yeah. And so... Financial advisors are kind of having trouble tapping into these younger, wealthier millennials who are coming into some money now. Those poor financial won't won't someone there is think money of the to financial be advisors? There is money. To be oh, I'm always thinking about them. I'm thinking about them. My a lot. favorite clip, though, God, this is just this this episode is Clip City. We got this hey, guy. Hey, it's Christmas time. Play yeah, a little clip. Play a little clip. We got Merry this guy. Christmas. Here's this is perfectly emblematic of not only the very real FOMO that people have, but just this guy's whole thing is just such a crypto he's just his whole life is clearly crypto and he's obsessed with it probably because he's made millions of dollars from it and good for him honestly if you're out there and you've made money from this good for you i'm i'm not mad i'm not jealous i'm like damn i wish i had done that i made a little money off crypto but not fucking millions of dollars no coin pussy and i'm i'm like i'm like on the one hand, it's like, God, I wish I was in this position where I was obsessing over what he's obsessing over. Because what a what a nice what a nice life that must be. So let's let's hey, roll this clip. You got your billboards. I got don't, my billboards. Don't be so dumb. Right. Here he is. Guys, I'm look. I'm having some kind of mental breakdown when it when it's coming <laughs> to these NFTs. Like I've just I've just completely lost my shit. Like. <laughs> Someone, someone suggested to me, it was, it was, it was Crypto Nico's done it to my brain, he said, I was, just, I was just saying like, bro, like what are some good NFTs to buy? He He's shows splashing me water on his face. And I start looking at these fucking scissors. And it's like, it's like 40 fucking thousand dollars for a pair of scissors. And for some reason, my brain is telling me like, yes, yes, get them. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a, it's yes. a fucking bargain. And I just like, I just... I just don't. I just don't understand what I'm fucking doing with myself anymore. In his like sometimes I just wet. I like if I'm doing a dumb trade. If I've lost my mind, I wet my face. I don't okay, just like. Wait, 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 wait. Like, come on, come on, snap great out of part it. Where he says but it. it's not working. Seriously, it's not working. I feel like, and I don't even. I, I don't even understand. But 
But I, I, I need these scissors. I just fucking have to have these scissors. It's Wait. so... Look, I know it's wrong. I know it's so... I know it's so fucking wrong. But trust me. Trust me. If you don't understand, that's, that's okay. Because, like... I, I don't know. Like, I fucking need these scissors. So I'm just... <laughs> I'm just sitting down. And then someone suggests something else. And then I'll start looking at the, the, the next fucking dumbest shit. And it's like... Yeah, like, oh, yeah, this is fucking good. This is, this is good. So, I don't know, like, I need to, um, he says I need like, to talk to someone. Hey, I need a fucking helpline or something because <laughs> okay. this is, this has gotten out of control now. This is, yeah, no kidding, man. Try explaining to your, your World War II veteran grandfather what, what this means. Like, hey, yeah, no, he's buying a $40,000 picture of scissors. Oh yeah, but I get it. Like the, there is some co very very cool artwork out there that I understand that just by virtue of the fact that you paid a lot for it, kind of makes it cool. Like there was one NFT that sold for like seven million bucks, and I can imagine a world in which, you know, you're at a party at this guy's house and he's got it on display and some holographic thing, and you just know, like, damn, that guy paid seven million dollars for that. I wouldn't necessarily think of it as like that guy's a fucking moron. Yes, I would. But at the same time, I'd be like, damn, I wish I had $7 million to blow on a fucking I mean, a there's plenty gift. of, you can walk into any rich person's house and see bad art that they paid, you know, way more than $7 million there you go. for. So it, it makes sense that as we are becoming a more digitized, digitized society, that it would leak in that kind of... I'm fine with it. I think it's just the fact that, you know, there's not people like screaming at me on the internet like, bad art is the future. Yeah. We got to go buy bad art and put it on our walls. And it's all the pixel art for some reason. They I don't just know do why it in, they just do it in private and they go hang shit on their wall. Yeah, go and then do they it like tell that. me when I go to their house and I go great, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Nice, cool. Nice Giacometti. That's a sculptor. He's uh very prolific, very no. expensive sculptures. Do I nice. own one? No. Are they nice? Yeah, they're the tall, very very tall all black like figures just like walking and shit. Nice. And, hey Emil, can I tell you something? I have to go potty. Are you serious? Yeah. Can, I, I know that we're like a pro, but I have to go pee so bad. Can I go pee? Sure. You mind if I go pee? I guess I'll okay, go too, just because. Hey guys, we want to take a quick break to thank the sponsor of today's episode, Cameron, Cameron Hughes, Hughes wine. wine. What if you could get world-class wine at an affordable price, hmm. delivered right to your door in the safety of your own home? I'd say, tell me more. Well, Cameron Hughes Wine is a unique business model, sourcing top-rated wines directly from the best wineries around the world. Exclusive wineries overproduce and keep official quantities low to keep prices high. But you didn't know that, did you? But Cameron Hughes gets these wines and keeps quiet about where they're from and sells them under the Cameron Hughes label for a fraction of the price. Cameron Hughes Wine is your personal sommelier, insider, and wine buyer. Currently available in limited quantities are Lot 825 Napa Valley White Meritage, a rare, elegant Bordeaux-style white wine blend produced from classic French wine technique at a top Napa Valley estate. At $16 a bottle, it's also less than half the price you'd pay at the tasting room under its original label. Emil? Great news! Today, Cameron Hughes is offering a deal exclusively to my listeners, not Ben's. 20% off and free shipping on three or more bottles. All you have to do is enter our code TRILL at checkout. Save money and drink the best wine. Try wines that normally sell at super high-end prices for a fraction of the cost. I freaking love wine. <laughs> when we got these wines, we felt really fancy, didn't we? We did. Yeah. They I mean, you us... got yours, I got mine. I, I was partial to the Pinot 
yeah, there was a guy banging on my gate. And I said, what's the problem here? And he said, I got to check your ID. There's wine in this thing. I opened a big box of wine. I'm bringing them to wine parties, dinner parties. Everyone's loving me. Oh, thanks for the invite. Go to chwine.com today to get 20% off the already great prices and free shipping when you buy three or more bottles. Just enter my code TRILL at checkout. That's chwine.com with code TRILL for 20% off three bottles or more plus free shipping. Great wine, great prices, delivered right to your door in the safety of your own home. Should well, we close out crypto with the one last um, we can talk about the, the nuttiness? The nuttiness? N- no pun intended. Sorry. Of the unvaxxed sperm trying to become the, latest, the anti-vax Bitcoin? The latest coin you can get in on? Yeah. Come, come coin or whatever. What's it called? New, N- new nut- Bitcoin. Oh, I thought it was nut. Oh, is it nut coin? No, maybe it is new. Jesus, these people. I swear so we've got a, you know, a ragtag group of guys who they've come together over the idea that uh, unvaccinated sperm might be worth a lot of money in the future. Oh. So I think it's to fund a DAO. They are... Uh, a DAO, a DAO, which is, is basically... It's a decentralized autonomous organization. Yeah. If you thought organizations were cool, wait till you see the decentralized autonomous version. Yeah. You wear you for... The, in, the simplest terms is, you know, a company goes public or is a private company. You have investors who pool their money and fund a company. Same same principle applies with the DAO. It's like if you got money, you can all pool together and everybody has like uh, a share in the company, right? Via tokens yeah. and whatnot. And that's why I think it's getting con- so confusing with the, the, the confusion around whether or not these are securities. Yeah. Because that's uh, basically a security. Right, By definition, <laughs> a lot of these things are securities, which is why Gary Gensler... Wants to treat them as such and regulate them. So these guys got this unvaccinated sperm coin. And look, you guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I bought in heavy on unvaccinated sperm. I thought Candace Owens was going to back us. She backed out at the last second. We were supposed to skyrocket. We did go up a little bit. I didn't dump. All these guys dumped. I'm asking if you guys can please buy unvaccinated sperm coin. (laughs) I'm real deep. Yeah, you need... And look, it's not just about unvaccinated sperm, all right? We've got other things. We're going to raise money. We're going to donate it to things. We've got a party planned for January 6th. Anything you can do, please. <laughs> I need you guys to get in on an unvaccinated sperm. It is... I didn't know this. It's a. It's an offshoot of SafeMoon, which is a cryptocurrency that went, went viral earlier this year thanks to... Jake Paul and Keemstar. All God, right, should Gorman. we close out? We've been talking about crypto. That was that well, was less should of a we, corner. Should we move on to? Um, yeah, Wait, like, let me. Can you play the? Uh, can you play the uh, animation real we quick? Need the we need the animation to end. Out. The Thank clip you. Too? Did you know that Apple is now worth more than the entire German stock market? I have a lot of experience with Germans. I used to work at a German visual effects company here in Los Angeles. They're based out of like Hamburg or something. But they had a an office here, and um, shout out to Frank. Hey, Frank. Shout out to all Germans. I was born in Germany. You were born in Germany? Yeah. Wow. That's um, something that we didn't get. Oh, you're going to give us little pellets. Yeah, you guys can get little breadcrumbs and piece it together. Well, so I worked for this, Ger- uh, this German VFX company, and the owner was this really, really sweet man. And this VFX company made all kinds of like, you know, it was... Movies and and violent TV, you know, VFX crap. It's cool and stuff. It's German, yeah. It's very masculine, hyper-masculine. And basically, I have a couple points here. There are two types of German men. There are the the German men who speak like this. They're very monotone. And I worked with one. His name was Max, and he spoke like this. 
And one time Max played a joke on me. I was fresh there. I was one week into the job and there was this producer down the hall who wasn't in that week and she had candy on her desk that she once offered me when I first met her. She's like, oh, come in anytime, take candy. So she was gone and I went and I took some candy and I went back to my desk and I'm eating it. And Max is like across from me and he, I just see his head perk up from, his, from behind his monitor and he goes, where did you get that candy? And I was like, oh, I got it from Angela's uh, desk. And he goes, oh, I would not have taken that if I were you. And then he like sat back down under his monitor and I'm sitting there freaking out because I'm new and I'm like, oh shit, what, does she have cameras in there or something? 90 seconds later, he pops back up and he goes, I was just kidding around, by the way. There's no problem with taking the candy from her desk. I'm sure she's very nice. <laughs> I was just like, okay, thanks, Max. You know Germans don't nervous, nervously laugh. Uh, yeah, that's You know how like Americans tracks. like... <laughs> right, like even if you say something stupid to like a cashier or whatever, they're going to go, ah. Yeah, yeah. They just don't. Germans don't. Well, the other so type of German very disconcerting. man... The other type of German was the owner. And his name, I'm not going to say his name, but he spoke like this. And I asked him one time, I said, hey, what's, uh, what's your, because he's doing all these blockbusters with action and guns and space stuff. And I'm like, so what's your favorite movie? And he goes, hmm, Notting Hill. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Notting Hill was his favorite movie. He was very sweet. And his wife, his wife worked there. And every time I would walk past her office, she would go, oh, Ben, come here, come here, sit down. And we would talk. She was very sweet. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell this to the people too. What? I'm a freak for rom-coms. Like old good rom-coms. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. Love Notting Hill. Four Weddings and a Funeral. Except for um, the Christmas one that's very stupid. Oh, the fucking Love Actually? Love Actually. Trash. Terrible. Trash. God. Not Stealing good. Stealing your best friend's girl on Christmas, no Trash. less? While you're home? But uh, we wanted to touch on Elon's new shitty haircut. Can I say something? This guy, what? every God, week I go, just... we're not going to talk about him. And he... He's completely controlling every news story. It's like... Because he's a narcissist. Like, on a scale that the world has rarely gets to see. But I he, also think it's purposeful, right? I think he wants to control the news narrative. I think he wants... He loves to think that he's a genius. I mean, sure, he's a genius in at some level, but he's not nearly the type of super genius that everybody, all his fanboys think... Am I a hater? Hell yeah, I'm a hater. Because I think he sucks ass and he's boring. Wait, you know who is a genius, though? Who? Me? The guy who did his hair plugs. My goodness. His hair plugs? Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he was losing he, his he, hair and then he spent... You ever see that PayPal picture of him? Just yeah. like... Oh, oh. But like now he's got these beautiful hair plugs. Look at him. He can shave the sides. He can do this quaffed... Yeah. How do you think he's going to die? Look at that. Yeah, look at that. The that is what after. being the richest man in the world He looks will like do Mao, for what's the Chinese dictator's Mao name? Mao Zedong? Mao Zedong in the left photo, and then on the right, he looks like a- He does kind of look like Mao. A handsome cousin of Arnold Schwarzenegger. You think something. he got like face work too? I don't know. Who cares? I just I just wish he would shut up. Oh, tell just you- Just shut up. Elon Musk. I wish he would shut up too. So he, I think the Wall Street Journal had this thing called the CEO Summit this uh-huh. week, and he was obviously, you know, running his stupid fucking mouth. What was he saying? Well, so the first, because they're still figuring out the Build Back Better plan, and there's all kinds of environmental stuff in there, and he said, we should just can, we should just can the whole bill. We should can all government subsidies, and he's. 
being a real oh after Tesla already got all their help from from right. clean air rebates or whatever and he's talking shit about like you know oh you know because we're gonna build a charging network we've set a, we that one we've already done we've set aside in the infrastructure package we've already set aside the money to build out a, uh, a charging infrastructure that that is outside of Tesla's right. which is very all-encompassing, and you can now drive across the country and use Tesla. Can you use Tesla's charging network if you don't own a Tesla? Not yet, but I think that was his plan to open it up to people. I think he wants to be the charging network. Don't you have enough? You you dick, you dick, excuse me. And he's just gaslighting everyone. He had this this line about, like, we wouldn't wouldn't subsidize Gas gas stations. I'd like to play one, too. Why the fuck you lying? Oh yeah. Why you always lying? He's such a he's just piece look of at his shit. dead eyes. He's just got dead koala But he's just eyes. he's also just dead wrong. He's just he likes to say these things. His no little fan base gets all riled up and he yeah. says these things. Like when you're talking about fossil fuel subsidies, the American government is paying like 28 billion dollars a year. I mean, and for we've made the, the it possible for cars to drive across like the inter, interstate highway system. And he also, he, I mean, his whole thing, he came out originally as this utilitarian, egalitarian, whatever the word is I'm looking for, being like, we want to just, my goal is just to, to help the world and save the world and clean energy and all that shit. So then why would you be opposed to this? You should be, you, you know should why be he's celebrating this because it's going to hurt Tesla's market share. Uh, yeah, I think he's feeling the pressure. There is now going to be a ton of competition within the electric vehicle space. He was first... To really come out strong. Blow me. Um, you know why he's really pissed? Because so you, because of that haircut? <laughs> probably. But so you know how there's a f- subsidy for, like you can buy, when you buy an electric vehicle, you get a subsidy. I think it's up yeah. to like 7,500 bucks or something yeah. like that. But it only lasts until that company sells their 200,000th car. Interesting. And Tesla has sold their 200,000th car. It doesn't apply to them anymore. Really? As of yeah. when? I think like 2019 or something, huh? Or 2020. They it's been over a year that Tesla has not well, been and they eligible also, for that. They also benefit from other government tax things, yeah, because they sell tax. They sell their clean air credits. They've skated by by the skin of their teeth, whatever the fuck that means. Because there's ain't there ain't no skin on your teeth, but they've like had good quarters that otherwise would have been bad because they were selling clean air credits right. to the the dinosaur automakers who are now no longer really going to be needing to buy them probably at some point i don't know i need to refresh because they're going to be making their own electric, electric vehicles. vehicles yeah which is great i mean not only that he's skated by on government subsidies it's crazy that he's talking about spacex i think i'd have to look it up but almost so much of their business is from government contracts but that's not a subsidy that's an actual contract right right but i mean without them they don't exist Sure. He's but, already crying about how they're going to go bankrupt. Yeah, he's got a lot to cry about. He sucks ass. And, and Talk about it, biting the hand that feeds you. Yeah, and he's just such a troll. Like, they're... I don't even want to give it the attention because it's... But they, they I don't had either. A, I just wanted to say, don't let this guy fucking gaslight you. Yeah. Like, look into what these guy, this guy's saying. He's got a pretty crazy fan base. and They're, they're rabid. They're, yeah. They're, and they're, they're in the Venn diagram with the crypto bros. They're in the same universe and you know what the most annoying thing is before this comes out there's he's already going to have done another new annoying thing that people are talking about god i wish he would just shut up and go away just ride the he should be the first man to go to mars go give it a shot 
buddy. <laughs> Give it a shot. Oh, man. What about his... Uh, we never even talked about his solution to traffic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll come out when we do our Elon okay, episode. Yeah. His solution to traffic we'll is just, move just it all a down. riot. Yeah. yeah. We could talk about the minimum wage real quick. I mean, it's just something to keep an eye on. It's not happening yet, but California, they're going to be pushing for... This guy, Joe Sandberg, do you know him? He's an investor. No. Oh. I'm like, a, I'm like an American guy who meets a foreigner. They tell me where they're from, and I go, oh, do you, do you know the one person I know from that country? <laughs> and they go, what are you, stupid? It's a fucking huge country. <laughs> yeah, I know Joe. Yeah. yeah he's from California, right? No, he's an right? investor. I think he made a bunch of money on Wall Street, and then he like now he does VC and some activism stuff, but he's bankrolling the initiative to uh, get, get California raising its minimum wage to $18 on the... Uh, Hell yeah, brother. On the 2022 yeah, ballot. Yeah, oh, brother. yeah. That's going to be all them McDonald's workers, brother. Ringing that register. Brother. I'm excited. I want people to get more money. Me too. That'd be cool. I, I want I to get, get some federal protections on the books. I don't know if that will ever happen. Sure, we, we had our not. We had our opportunity this year. Yeah. Kristen, Kristen Cinema, girl bossed that down. Yeah, she sure did. Uh, so you know, last know. time, You know the last time the federal minimum wage was raised? When? I think it was like 2007. George Bush signed oh, into law. Oh, God damn. And he did 9-11. He did famously do 9-11. What's the effect of this? Why does it matter? What, what the, the effect is people make more money. And, and you know, you got to wonder, oh, how would that affect the stock market? A federal minimum wage raise would probably affect the stock market. But even then, it would probably only affect individual stocks more than the actual market. I, I would think that it would affect retailer stocks like Walmart, Target, where you've got tens of thousands, Amazon, where you've got tens of thousands of employees. But then again, also, whatever reaction the stock market has initially, like I've said before on, on this uh, fine program that we've got here, it would be processed and understood and priced in probably way faster than any time in history, days, weeks. Because it's it's understood. It, it, it would be baked right. in. So if you're out there thinking, ooh, I'm smart. I know a raise in the minimum wage is coming. I'm going to buy puts on Walmart or something. Don't do that. Save your money. Because everybody is thinking the same thing days, we, weeks, years before you have. And there's so many other things that affect a business like that than just minimum wage going up. Right. But I do think it'll have a big positive impact on the economy and maybe ta Absolutely. taxpayers. Because, you know... You were just talking about Walmart. I think it's Walmart and other big companies like McDonald's. They have the highest amount of employees getting minimum wage. No, hourly, well, getting help from the government, getting mm. subsidies in Medicaid, uh, food stamps, all these things. So you know you can push employers to pay their employees more and they don't have to be reliant on the federal government for these subsidies anymore. Yeah, and that's you know the taxpayer doesn't have to subsidize higher wages basically yeah for these low income employees that's a huge boost it's a big boost. but i do think it would cut in i imagine it would cut into shareholder yeah it'll cut into shareholder profits fuck them because i mean they've money... enjoyed it enough this long but walmart's like a 300 billion dollar company crimea river They'll work it out. Should we wrap it up? Do you want to go into the... the we had a lot of comments asking what books you're reading what recommendations you've got I, I need to make a list of myself. I know, I know one I can think of is The Intelligent Investor is like a really boring, it's like a tried and true classic that everybody always 
I'm going to start off with the one I said already because people have been asking like what it was called because I guess I, you know, maybe had a little mush mouth when I said it, but it's a great, it's super fun. Ben just started off recommending a boring one for some reason. This one's great. It's, it's called Chain of Title by David Day and, and it's about the 2008 financial crisis, specifically about homeowners and what they went through. Um, but it's really great. He's got an explanation into, you know, the history about the securitization of mortgages. Uh, I think he goes into some, you know, regulatory history, how we completely, you know, fucked ourselves. Oh, he talks about my all-time favorite, Larry Summers. Um, so it's a great place to start. If you are, if you want to get more information on what some ordinary people went through. Yeah. If you know how to read, check it out. It's really good. Yeah, if you don't then, know how to read, well, <laughs> you got bigger problems. Yeah, but that one's definitely worth it. Yeah, uh, and uh, as I said, I've got very little to nothing. I I need to get some um, some book recommendations for you, for you people out there. I think yeah. we ought to. I'll keep recommending some. Yeah, keep recommending some. You book bookish. I'm a little nerd. Nerd. You're a little freaky. Like uh, much as I am a freak for tasks, you are a freak for books, sir. I, I like reading them. That about does it for this week's episode. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, subscribe if you haven't. Go to all our socials, follow, yes. comment, yes. reshare, repost. Yes. Sorry to all the crypto bros. We're just having fun. Yeah. Thumbs up this video, please. Share it with a friend, please. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.